Welcome to the Green Divas Radio Show. Host Green Diva Meg, co-host Green Diva Lisa, and sidekick Green Dude Scott share resources and ideas as they explore fun and low-stress ways to live a deeper shade of green. And now, your host, Green Diva Meg. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. (laughs) I love our audience. Welcome to the Green Divas Radio Show. You're on with Green Diva Meg. And Green Diva Lisa. It's an all-girly show today. It is. You've adjusted yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, you're not st- sitting right there. I know. Is that all right? Yeah. No. I just, new, I'm going to you know, change. Yeah. You move my cheese, man. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I like to shake it up. So we have a really rocking show for you today. A lot of fun things. Um, and one of the things we're launching today and we'll be doing for a while um, is this Why Should We Care campaign. And we're asking everyone, and we're asking ourselves, but we're asking everybody to chime in and tell us what you're most passionate about when it comes to sustainability and why should we care. And then, if you can, tell us what we can do about it, because almost everybody has some answer to that. Right. And um, you can tell us by calling us at the radio station. Mm. I was taking a sip of tea when you said that. (laughs) And the number is behind me. <laughs> the number is behind her. The number here is 973-267-9687. Again, it's on our Facebook page. I just posted it this morning, 973-267-9687. And we really want to know what you're most passionate about when it comes to sustainability. Tell us why we should care about it. That's awesome. And you can go on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com backslash Green Divas. Um, and, and we do have um, some of our favorite guests that we've had, some of our regular guests. Uh, John Volker is going to call and tell us today what he's um, most our, passionate our about. Our favorite green car dude. Our favorite green car dude. And then Carrie Whitman, our our, our favorite, favorite green e- eco designer. She's just so busy, that girl. And it's very exciting. And she's working with all kinds of fun people like Jessica Alba, designing their homes green, but also doing a lot of work for animals and, and right. rescues. So she's calling. And then uh, in the end, in the end, um, Cherie Corso, our favorite G2 Organics girl. Oh, yeah. She's up in Westchester. And she's got some exciting in. news, too. So we'll give her a minute to tell us her excitement. Well, we've got some um, folks to talk about. Let's just, we want to thank all of our online partners. You can... Uh, read about us and read up on all the blogs that we post during the week at our website, which is thegreendivas.com. Yep. And you'll be able to catch anything that we talk about on the show today. If you want to, I will throw some phone numbers and websites at you during the show. But uh, if you're not near a pen and pen, pen and paper, just check out our website and get all that information. Yeah. Now today's feature guest is going to be. Dr. Love, who is actually Dr. Dan Wharton, Senior Vice President of Conservation Science at Chicago Zoological Society. And he's, go ahead. Well, uh, what's interesting, you know, it, it, we're, we're obviously doing a Valentine theme. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But Dr. Love talks about animal behavior and what we can learn in, t- in terms of love from animal behavior. He did a great Huffington Post piece last year called Lessons in Love and Life from the Wild. And he also did a John Stewart piece. Did you see that? It was so funny. We have to link to that on the site. Yes, we will do that. He was a trooper. Yeah, he was a trooper. Um, 
Uh, and now, Lisa, are you going to tell us a little bit about one of our wonderful sponsors? Right. The European Wax Center in Denville. Um, they don't just remove hair. They reveal beautiful skin. I like that. And I am getting hooked, I'll have to tell you. <laughs> I'm going again next week. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you've been kind of sparkly lately. Uh, yeah, I am. My, my, my skin is glowing. Um, you can get a free, anybody who, who wants to try it out, they'll give you a free treatment. And all you have to do is call them at 973-933-4005. And once again, that'll be on our website. You can mention the Green Divas and get in a drawing for a gift basket. Yeah. So tell them the Green Diva sent you and get free stuff, or at least get in the running for some free stuff. Exactly. That's always fun, right? All right. All right, then. Now, I got to talk about my fun day yesterday, which you missed, Lisa. I know. I had other obligations yesterday. I'm, yes, I'm well. I'm jealous. Well, you know, I've been writing. I used to write for Green Options, and then it became Important Media, and our blog is part of the Important Media family now. And I've been working with David Anderson really closely for like six years. And I've never met him. So he was flying out. So we, 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 I said, let's get together. And then a bunch of other green bloggers who have worked with him and obviously have never met him said, Look, well, us too. So it ended up with David and um, Eco Karen, Karen Lee from Eco Karen. She also um, is co-captain of Eco Etsy, which is getting hugely popular, and Green Living Ideas, which is one of the um, – she's the editor of Green Living Ideas, and that's an important media blog. So she joined in. She came down from Westchester. And then Christy, Christy Rosendahl from SmartGardener.com, which is an app, a really cool application of where was this – Last year when I was <laughs> failing in my garden, um, was she has been talking to David and trying to – she lives in San Francisco area. Oh, she so she had to come here. all the way to New York to see this other – That's funny, yeah. Well, she just happened to be here I'm this week and kidding. we all got together. And um, the only thing I, I, I got to say, it was a really fun meeting and it was like David and this <laughs> cougar den man, because we are some hot mamas over 40. I, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> And um, and and he's like a kid, and he was. It was it was really fun though, and and what a what a powerful group of talented people. And our and our our own Julia Mare joined us. Mm-hmm. She's been working with us as a Green Diva producer. Well, um, we're going to hear about all kinds of stuff that these powerful women are doing. So stay oh, tuned yeah. on our website and our oh, blogs yeah. and. And we'll share well, all the stuff we learned. Just so happens that next week we have Eco Karen. Is oh, our right. featured interview. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you'll be hearing from all of them um, in the coming weeks and months. That'll be great. Yeah, it, it was fun. I, oh, I know. Hey, wait, I might have to give a shout-out to Sandy. You, you've, you hear our green diva Sandy from time to time who calls in from New York. Yes. She's our New York co- correspondent. Well, we were in Union Square, which is a bustling place, like one of the best farmer's markets in the world, I think, is mm-hmm. in Union Square. And you can't get into the Starbucks or even the coffee shop. The coffee shop wouldn't let us sit and have coffee. Right. And, you know and, what I mean? What is that? They, they were like, oh, if you don't eat a full meal, you know, you can't sit down. We're like, right. oh, okay. So I called Green Diva Sandy, who has an office in Union Square. And she invited us up. And we totally intruded on her, her work day. And, and it was wonderful. That is so So nice. I have to give a thank you to Sandy, who, who made, made it happen. That's awesome. Okay. That's my day. That's my report. That's your day. My well, day in New York. I want to tell about um, the the love-themed music that 
our brother Doug and I have been playing on the Uncle Buggy show on Thursday nights. Oh. It is such a blast. We are, it's, it is a love theme. Rock and roll love. It's, right. It's a love theme music show like you've never heard before. So we're going to play more <laughs> of it on Thursday at uh, homegrownradio.nj.org. Yeah. That's homegrownradionj.org on Thursday nights between 5 and 8 Eastern Standard Time. And it's music you've never heard or rarely. And I recommend. I'm having so much fun with this. He's doing the love theme. It's all songs with love in the title. So it's the good, bad, the ugly, and wonderful and everything. It's not all. I bet that's fun. It's not all mushy stuff. I couldn't get it on my computer last week. I really wanted to listen. I have to work on that. There's an app for that. There's an app for that. (laughs) That's funny. And then meanwhile, you've written a really lovely post about being your own valentine. Nine ways to be your own valentine. I have, and um, so we'll be talking about that later in the show. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote one, which expanded on your talk on chocolate last week. I, oh. went, I spent like two hours, of course, you know, <laughs> tormenting myself <laughs> writing about uh, chocolate for eco for my eco me blog. Yep, we're going to recommend. I we, if you want everything you want to know about chocolate and the benefits of chocolate and how to get the benefits of chocolates as opposed to eating the wrong chocolate. Yeah, go to our yeah. go to our website and read this post. It's awesome. Well, it's not on our website, though. Oh, it's um, not? No. <laughs> this was my EcoMe post, which expanded on your... Okay, so we'll be linking to that yeah, yeah. on our... on our. Yes, it'll be in this week's resources and links for the show. Right. For sure. Meanwhile, we've got John Volker on the line. Let's oh, check Oh, boy. Out. Hey, John, how are you doing? Hey, Meg, how are you? Hey, John. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The co- Hello to the whole game. The coffee's working. Um, so thank you for you know joining in last minute because I, I, I kind of sprung it on people this week last minute. But um, we really want to hear what, what our favorite green people and every 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 people, every people. But um, but John, we want to know from you, what is what are you most passionate about when it comes to sustainability and kind of tell us I why should- we should care and, and maybe what we can do about that. Sure. Um, you know. Oops, where did you go? I oh, my th- God. He was just about to say something <laughs> profound. He's I could hear it. He's probably continuing to talk and doesn't know we don't have him here. Well, just um, while we're. I'm back. Sorry, oh, there I don't you know are. what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a cliffhanger. That was mean. <laughs> um, Welcome back. You know me. I'm the green car guy. So for me. I get asked, a lot of people write and ask, what car should I buy? And what, I, what I'm passionate about is really helping people understand what the energy use is when they look at personal transportation, why mass transport has a lower carbon footprint, the bus that's just passing us right here, my apologies, <laughs> why mass transit has a lower carbon footprint, and where the actual energy usage and environmental impacts are in driving. And the answer to that, and you'll you'll remember this from me being on the show, the answer to that is that about 85% of your car's total carbon footprint is the fuel it burns. Right. Not the manufacturing. It's, you know, it's not the battery pack if you have a hybrid. So the higher miles per gallon you get, the lower your impact is driving. And that should be obvious, but, you know, for a lot of people, they tend to buy the largest car they might ever conceivably need. So the question I ask people, and this is kind of my mission for this year, when you're thinking of buying a car, 
think hard about how much car you really need versus how much you want. Right. Right. And if you think you're going to carry seven people once a year, <laughs> that screams to me rental vehicle. Yes. And then buy a smaller car. Uh-huh. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. Okay. So that, that's, that's I think what we, we can, can do. We'll, we'll be able to pass that word along. So that's the... That's the what, That's brilliant. what we can all do. I love that. Thank you so much, John. Well, John, and then well, you, you're on again with us in a in a couple of weeks, few weeks, I think, and uh, we'll 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 expand on all the fun stuff you always tell us about. But I really appreciate <laughs> you taking the time to call us. That's really good stuff. And um, oh, my pleasure. Thank you. And uh, I'll be curious to hear the rest of the advice from the the rest of the folks too. Yeah, yeah, I think it is going to be kind of interesting. Yeah, we're we're eager to hear ourselves. Thanks, John. Thank you. Excellent. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Buy the car you need, not the car you want. Well, uh, but, yeah, yeah, really thinking about the difference between what we need and what we want. Like, a, I think I probably need one of those little tiny smart cars mm-hmm. because it's really just me and sometimes you or one of the kids. Sure. But I don't feel safe in one. You know, I, I... Well, in New Jersey, I don't blame you <laughs> driving around. But, you know, there's so many communities. Like where I live in Austin, the tra- public transportation isn't that great. But there, I, I, if I really make the commitment, I, I ride my bike more often. And I could rent these zip cars and some of these right, you know, right. car club things that are all over the country now. And so if you live in a in a denser population where you can use public transportation a lot. Really, if you sit down and not just the impact that you make, your fo- your footprint, but if you actually run the yeah. numbers, yeah. sometimes it's cheaper to yeah. Yeah. not have a car or have a tiny oh, car I'm and totally rent guilty. what you need when it's... Because there was it. a point where Wayne and I had, you know, three kids, sometimes four when Dennis was with us every week, and we had two giant dogs, and we did travel around a lot with a lot right, of us. So it made are over. But after th- that was already ending and I still felt like I needed we needed an S you know what I mean? I just it was like a habitual right. I need a big car. When I really you know, now I really don't. Well I'm looking forward to looking for a, a hybrid version. I have the a Toyota Highlander and it's an older car so I get pretty good mileage. I get about twenty two on the highway, which is not bad for an SUV and it's a smooth ride because it's on a car chassis. But I actually travel across the country yeah. and use it like a tent. Yeah, you so do. You sleep in it. I do actually sleep in my car. All right. Well, that was a really great kickoff to uh, today's Why Should We Care? What Can We Do? We have a couple more calls on that. We have a lot more coming up, including Dr. Dan Wharton, Dr. Love. I so can't stay wait. tuned. Good morning. What the heck happened to you last night? <laughs> oh, it's just my old mattress. You know, I want one of those memory foam mattresses, but they're so toxic, I really can't go there. You have to try Essentia. They're the only company making outrageously comfortable, all-natural foam mattresses. You know, like Tempur-Pedic, but healthier. Really? Essentia? Really. And I hear they're giving away $300 with the purchase of any mattress if you mention the Green Divas radio show. Find a store near you at myessentia.com. Now more from the Green Divas and the token testosterone green dude, Scott. Oh, welcome back to the Green Divas radio show. Yeah, we're no Scotty today, man. I know, there's no (laughs) toasty testosterone. In the room. Uh, Let's jump right into our Sleeping Naked is Green. 
Yeah, we got a lot to cover Sleeping today. Sleeping naked is green. At least Vanessa Farquharson, who wrote the book, thought so. Using her hilarious book, we will explore and expand on some of the 366 journal entries where she shares her year-long journey of trying new ways of being green on a daily basis. This segment is brought to you by Essentia, the only natural memory foam mattress in the world. MyEssentia.com. And of course, the Green Divas Radio Show. All right. Yeah, I wanted to jump into this because this is a big topic. And um, in in February, Ms. Farquharson wrote, provide for an eco-friendly funeral in my will. And we've done a lot on that with our, our friendly Green Reaper, Elizabeth Fournier, the author of... Uh, All men are cremated equal. <laughs> it still makes me laugh. I love her. <laughs> anyway, so I went and I did some homework on green burials, right? And I was looking for statistics, and I the only statistics I really found were on Wikipedia. So um, I, I'm sure they're fairly close because they do come from a number of organizations, including the Casket and Funeral Association of America. So anyway, each year... 22,500 cemeteries. Okay, that's how many cemeteries there are in the U.S. They bury approximately 30 million board feet of hardwoods. Wow. That's a lot of trees. That doesn't sound entirely sustainable for the trees, does it? No. Um, 90,272 tons of steel, and that's just for the caskets. Oh, you know, my you know, Because they all have those railings and... Uh, Fourteen thousand tons of steel for the vault because most um, oh. burials in this country use puts the caskets in vaults. Twenty seven hundred tons of copper and bronze on the caskets. Of course. Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. Wait. This this is just insane. One million six hundred thirty six million tons of reinforced concrete for the vaults. For the vaults, and then. Um, this is kind of creepy. Uh, 82760 US gallons. Oh. Thousand. Okay, 82760,000 US gallons of embalming fluid. Which mostly which most commonly includes formaldehyde. All right, that yeah, ain't right? right. Aren't those statistics crazy? And there there's several uh, organizations cited as the sources for this, so it's probably pretty close to reality. The good news is, is there are lots of alternatives. Well, there are, but I, I just want to mention what what a green burial. The Green Burial Council says a green burial is, um, it's a way of caring for the dead with minimal environmental impact that furthers legitimate ecological aims such as the conservation of natural resources. Hello, reduction of carbon emissions, mm-hmm. protection of worker health, and the restoration and/or preservation of habitat. Um, you know, as you know, there are a lot of environmental contaminants. We just mentioned, you know, some of the potential ones that occur from our current burial practices, not only from embalming, but the coffins also. Right. And then, and when you cut all those trees down, you're letting off carbon in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Traditional burial is um, creating serious space issues. You know, in Europe, in London, I mean, they're really having a crisis with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Japan, for instance. Um, and that is an environmental concern. Cremation is slightly better for the environment, but still creates some air pollution and soil pollution. But mm-hmm. it's it's a lot better in many ways, obviously. Um, so here are some of the options that, that we have found. Um, non-toxic embalming fluids. 
Yay. that are made without formaldehyde and resolve most objections to ground contamination. That's even if you if you choose to embalm, which is, isn't always... Well, yeah. Now, I found a statement that said no state in North America requires routine embalming of bodies. Now, I thought that was in opposition to what we had heard from Elizabeth Fournier. But, I know. So we have to have her back on the show and ask. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we love that anyway. Natural coffins. And boy, we have heard from her specifically about so many unique different ways um, to bury people, but um, they're made from biodegradable materials that are readily renewable or recycled and created with greater sustainability in their production. Oh, I I was online looking at um, hand-painted coffins and baskets and... Right? Well, there's so many different ways. So as I mentioned, uh, Elizabeth Fournier, and I've got a link in here for her, which you can find on our website, for All Men Are Cremated Equal. Um, She also, on her website, which is Cornerstone Funerals, has a great resource for green burials with a lot of different options. That's the place to go, yeah. And I'm going to do that link. But we also found one Quick one I want to mention. Lisa found Eternal Reefs. Yeah, there's two. There's two things that I that are great alternatives. Eternal Reefs is fabulous. You can send your cremains to them, and they will build this sphere out of cement, and they'll put it in the ocean. Yeah, where it will become Create part, a habitat. Be part, become part of the habitat, and help grow the coral reefs, which apparently need help. Mm-hmm. So. There's lots more to this. We're going to have Elizabeth Fournier on again soon. Mm -hmm. um, That wraps it up for this week. Well, that was fun. Remember to tune in to the Green Divas radio show next week to hear another installment of Sleeping Naked is Green, based on the book by Vanessa Farquharson. This segment was sponsored by Essentia, the outrageously comfortable natural memory foam mattress, so you can sleep green and healthy. Find out more at myessentia.com. Wow. So that's, it's amazing how interesting that topic actually is. You know, I want to mention one thing that, that, that's new to me in terms of as an alternative to even cremation, and that is freeze-drying. There's that's a, interesting, There's a right? process that is less damaging to the atmosphere. Sure. And it gives you the same result, right? Result. You get like you a get, little you get, box of ash exactly. kind of things, whatever, dried, pe- exactly. dried bits. Dry bits. Dry bits. <laughs> Which you then can... Put in the ocean or wherever you want it to go. Yes, it's a lovely topic. Let's talk about love now. (gasps) Shall we talk about love? We shall. Well, first of all, chocolate. We're going to remind you about. Let's wait out. Chocolate, love. I don't know. You don't. In my book, (laughs) chocolate is love, or love is chocolate. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, as the holiday, as the Valentine holiday season has come up, I've. Isn't it ridiculous though that it's become (laughs) a holiday season? Come on, you know. It's not my favorite holiday, uh, and sort of that isn't silly. because I don't want to. I don't think it's great to to tell everybody that you love how much you love them. Should we do it every but day? But in the Quaker tradition, uh, which I'm not, but I, my kid, I, some of my best friends are Quakers. <laughs> <laughs> Your ex-husband included. <laughs> um, they believe that every day should be of as course. bad. As, every day should be Valentine's Day. Every day should be Christmas. Every sh- day should be like a birthday. Well. It, if that's the case, then we should consider that. And I wish we could. What I'd like to talk about is what if you don't have a Valentine? And if you don't have a Valentine, you get to be your own Valentine. I like that. So I came up with nine simple ways to be your own Valentine. I think that's brilliant. And the first is to go see a movie. Go see that movie you've always wanted to yeah. see, but you didn't want to go by yourself. Well, go by yourself and 
and you'll get a good seat because you're on your own. And then instead of treating yourself because you feel deprived because you're alone, think about treating yourself not with buttered popcorn and soda, unbuttered popcorn and juice. Well, or or, or get that, you know, healthy, fair trade, organic, dark chocolate. A little bit. Or, a little bit or bring your own, sneak it in your pocket. Yeah, and don't, you, know, you don't have to, to get buy in trouble that. with all the. Well, yeah, I agree. I used to bring edamame with me I, to get I my used salt to bring fix. Like a granola thing, or you know, some yeah. kind of trail mix that I made. I would stick s- yeah. stuff in my pocket and bring that. Well, <clears throat> the other thing, another thing is to get a massage. If you are single, as I have been very often in my life, uh, I it's good to get human touch and. Right. Those therapists are used to giving good, kind, human touch. I, When I was single, there was a time when I would get a massage every week just to have that in my life. Yeah. Uh, treat yourself to that. Get a really de-stressing, wonderful massage. I had my distress package uh-huh. massage at Urban Muse a couple of weeks ago. Um, I know. Every year I ask for one. Another one is find a scrumptious book. Give yourself permission to take time out from your busy life and and... Go on a little mind vacation and immerse yourself in the world of a wonderful book. Oh, like a, like a good trashy novel. I love Once in a While. Whatever it's embarrassing. It I don't want anybody to know, and I just want to read it. And you it. just told everybody yeah. in the I know <laughs> on the universe. <laughs> um, another is take a, a bath in candlelight. Create an environment that is loving with good smells and good light and immerse yourself in the bathtub and treat yourself that way. Refresh your environment. Pick your favorite room. And refresh it. Go look around. Take everything out of it that doesn't bring you joy. And declutter it. And then clean every corner of it. And put on some great music. That's an incredibly self-loving act, isn't it? It is. Put on some great music. Clean all the corner cobwebs. Get the cobwebs out of your mind. And... um, Put new a new cover on a pillow. Maybe if you if you, if you get inspired, you could actually buy some VOC paint and give it a new splash. Non VOC paint. paint. I mean, non. <laughs> <laughs> you have poison I'm, yourself. I better check really my blog. I feel depressed sure I didn't this Valentine's that Day. There too. That's some funny. Non VOC. <laughs> um, otherwise, go out and take a a walk in nature. Reconnect with nature. Spend a little time there. I don't know what happens. I can't explain it, but it is. It is nourishing for the soul. It It just works. And then the other thing is be grateful. Take an inventory of all of the things that you are grateful for and and that will humble you and I'm convinced that gratitude can actually create endorphins. I I don't know. I'm convinced that gratitude can because I have used gratitude when I remembered or someone's reminded me to really shift my thinking when I get stuck in a little mental rut. Uh Uh-huh. And it works. It really does work. And the other best thing of all is to give of yourself. And being this Valentine holiday, I'm recommending that you find an elder in your life, either an elder relative or elder friend who has lost a spouse, and go give them the gift of your extra time, sit and visit, and remember that they may have been married for 40, 50, 60 years, Mm -hmm. and we can't relate necessarily to what that loss feels like, but your extra time is the best gift you can give to some of them, and you get that back. You're and, you're way too thoughtful, girl. That's a very very thoughtful um, and great idea. Because you know what? Whenever I do something like that, I I actually selfishly feel better. 
<laughs> well, so I think I'm making somebody else feel better, but the truth is it's really doing me exactly. a, a lot of good. So I'm, I'm always self-centered. Yeah, <laughs> I can help it. Well, all the things when you take that inventory of gratitude, think of it in a humble way. Yeah, well, I try. <laughs> anyway, thank you. That was a great uh, report, and that post is on our website now. Um, so there you go. Visit that at thegreendivas.com. Now we have Carrie Whitman on the line. Hey, Carrie. Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. Thanks so much for taking time out. I know you're in New York. I guess you're in town for the Fashion Week. Yeah, it's been pretty fun last night. Oh, well, crazy I... stuff going on. I know. We an extra thank you for getting up early and talking to us. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not early for you guys, but I'm still in LA time, so it's like seven thirty, and I'm going. Oh my God! It's seven thirty. <laughs> yeah. Well, we appreciate it, and and I'll just I'll I'll you know just uh, re re ask the question, and and what we're doing here is asking everybody, and our especially our favorite green guests, um, green living guests, what are you most passionate about when it comes to sustainability? Kind of, and why should we care? And then follow up with what can we do about that? And and I know you have an answer to all that. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of it is, you know, education. I mean, it seems like nobody really realizes that you don't need three bags when you go and buy a bottle of water at a store. And people don't realize that the bottle of water that it came in, it came from somewhere that probably isn't as clean as the drinking water that comes out of your tap, you know. And then, you know, that bottle, what do you do with that bottle, you right. know. Right. So there's like, and as far as, Living green, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm doing a huge house in Texas right now, which is not a hugely green state, and um, I'm doing a 27-bedroom, 40-room house in Texas, and, like, I'm doing the coolest wow. stuff in there. That's, the funnest part about it is it's actually cooler than the stuff that, that everybody's seeing. So all the new green lines of stuff is all new stuff that nobody's seen and is really cool and hip and funky and like like I'm doing these recycled glass countertops, which is like a, an inch of glass and and it's you know, you can use them on the floors, on the counters and, and they're so beautiful. Like they have this really cool pattern in them and you can light them up and, and oh. you know it's all recycled glass. So it's it's there's just so many options from, you know, blue jean inst ins in insulation yeah, that goes yeah. in the walls, which I think I spoke about before, which is my favorite because insulation, normal insulation is so, so toxic. When the guys put it in, like, it smells so clean. It, there's just so many ways to go that you really have to do the research and, and figure out how you can be green and what that means to you and does it take more energy to make something green or less energy. I mean, the biggest thing is to recycle the reuse in building and, um, and also in uh, you know any kind of furnishings, recover what you have if you like the shape or if you don't like the shape. Change a few little things about the shape, but keep what you have because then you're not cutting down trees to build. You know what I mean? Yep. Okay, I have to ask where in Texas since I'm from Austin. Oh, really in Dallas? All right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. It's fun. There's hot guys there. But, <laughs> yeah. It's fun. And then, you know, another thing is, you know, for me, because I have my dog rescue, um, which is, you know, Ace of Hearts and, you know, obviously recycling pets is, <laughs> to me, the smartest thing to do. So we definitely <laughs> don't want breeding. We definitely want 
some really good good rescue dogs and we're um we're actually hiring a new person so we're looking for dog loving people to come help run the foundation so wow gotta plug that we are looking for a special person to help run ace of hearts who will put in lots of hours and love doggies and work their butts off <laughs> wow wish i was out there i i i put myself up for the job i well, have, that would be good i'm gonna put it out there i've got some people i think might be great for that yeah please put it out there we're trying to find we've had like a hard time with people not realizing that you know you've got to be able to work weekends and you know so i just thought i'm just plugging it everywhere on twitter on (laughs) great it's good but you know being green is really just a thought process and that's that's what i i find in building like there's so anything you want you can get now it's become such a trend you know i grew up green so i was green before green was cool and and now it just becomes such a trend and it's like all all the celebrities in la are very green and and um hopefully they're setting an example i think the biggest one that's setting the biggest example is leonardo DiCaprio and ed begley jr obviously um so it's um it's great that this generation is now starting to realize that we were not going to have a planet if we don't start paying attention, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm so glad you called in. I know I think we have you scheduled in a couple of weeks for a full interview, so I appreciate you taking the time out to participate in our uh, Why Should We Care campaign and and you gave us an awful lot to to think about. Yes, thank you. Thanks for being you guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks, well, enjoy Gary. the rest of your stay. I will. I love New York. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. That was fun. All right, let's go on break. When we come back, we have lots to listen. Stay tuned. Have you or someone you care about gone through cancer treatments recently? Chances for survival are better than ever. But to support complete healing, call Dr. Kathy Ostroff, a certified clinical nutritionist helping post-cancer patients bring their bodies back into balance. Her highly individualized programs are based on detailed blood analysis that highlight critical imbalances. Call Dr. Ostroff at 973-822-2529. That's 973-822-2529. Welcome to Green Light with the original Green Diva, Megan McWilliams. Useful ideas for low-stress green living straight from the fun Green Diva's radio show. Want to help your pets go green? Some fun and useful ideas coming up in a moment. I want Green Diva nails without all the nasty toxic chemicals. I've got the solution. I just tried this G2 Organics non-toxic odor-free nail polish and remover. Did I mention odor-free? Look at my gorgeous toes. And you should see the colors. The colors are great. And the best part? Each one comes with its cool little touch-up tube. And I guess since it doesn't smell, you can whip it out anywhere. The touch-up tube. I mean, find out more at G2Organics.com. If you have a dog, cat, bird, horse, ferret, or other living creature from the animal kingdom that you share your life and home with, you'll want to learn about natural pet care products that are not only safer for your furry or feathered friend, but also easier on the environment, too. Here are some websites and blogs that I recommend. For safe, natural, and earth-friendly toys and treats, westpawdesign.com. For an amazing array of eco-friendly pet products, ecopets.com for news on a variety of natural pet ideas and products care2.com for great in-depth stories on all things pets petnewsandviews.com to find out more about the green divas radio show and podcast visit thegreendivas.com 
Hey, Lisa, how are those New Year's resolutions going? Fabulous. I've checked off my whole list at Grassroots Market in Denville. Number one, eating well. Check. Yeah, they have a great selection. Two, saving money. Check. I know. Everything is below suggested retail price, and they always run additional sales. Three, exercise. Check. Yeah, it's an easy walk or bike ride. And four, supporting local business. Check. Visit Grassroots Market at 20 First Avenue in Denville. Eat well and save. Now more from the Green Divas and the token testosterone green dude, Scott. All right. Welcome back to the Green Divas radio show. You're on with Green Diva Meg. And Green Diva Lisa. And unfortunately, no Green, green Dude, Dude Scott, Scott this didn't week. make it into the studio this week. I know. But we have Silent Jesse. I know. She doesn't talk much. But <laughs> what are you going to do? All right. I think we have Dr. Dan, Dr. Love, on the air. Hello, Dr. Dan. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. You, you don't mind that we've been sort of toying around calling you Dr. Love and Dr. Dan? <laughs> uh, yes, uh, either one will do. <laughs> um, just to remind our listeners that uh, Dan Warden is the vice pres- senior vice president of conservation science with the Chicago Zoological Society. Um, and uh, he's going to talk a little bit about animal behavior and sort of animal pairings and, and what we can learn from some of the more interesting uh, things you've observed over the years. Okay. So tell us, what what do we want to know this Valentine's holiday about animal? What can we learn from animal behavior? Well, um, what I often uh, tell everybody who, who asks this question is that um, very often we do see um, animals dealing with some of the same problems that humans deal with. And overall, um, it is very clear that whatever humans may have to deal with, whether it's to do with relationships or friendships, uh, child rearing, um, any of those kinds of things, uh, the animal kingdom has seen it all and uh, even more. <laughs> uh, what are some specifics that, that, uh, we can, that you can cite for us? Um, well, for instance, um, uh, a lot of people um, get very misty-eyed when uh, talk of uh, pair bonding birds um, for life um, uh, whenever this subject comes up. But overall, <laughs> um, what we've seen uh, with the advent of molecular biology is um, um, our ability to really sort of test that theory um, in terms of which animals do mate year after year, and also um, there is the question of whether or not the offspring of pair bonding birds actually do belong to uh, the male of the pair. And interestingly, um, depending on the study, we've seen approximately 8% of chicks not actually belonging to the mate of the female. Wow. And um, this um, um, basically affirms what has been seen behaviorally, what we call extra pair copulations uh, among these animals. and um, Extracurricular copulation, huh? Yeah. I mean, the other term for this, of course, is adultery. But, <laughs> um, but uh, it has been very interesting to be able to follow up on that and really test the question of whether these animals are... Um, 
sort of paragons of fidelity and paragons of perpetual devotion. Um, well, the other interesting thing with birds, which is something, of course, you don't see in mammals, is that um, uh, a very small percentage of the chicks don't belong to either parent. So there is, uh, there are cases of what is biologically known as egg dumping, where oh. um, um, essentially an unwed mother bird will leave an egg in somebody else's nest, wow. and, uh, and that chick is raised by another pair. That is fascinating. Is that, that that's like the law we have where where a woman can drop a baby off at a firehouse or a police station. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And yes, I, and it's not funny at all. It's it's, it's terrible. More design. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm just I it is fascinating to me. And and I you took a little bit of abuse and you were really had a fun time. You did such a great job on that John Stewart interview. <laughs> when when oh, yeah. you're sitting in front of the penguins and she really railed you a lot about I mean, I guess there are some gay penguins. Yes, in fact, um, uh, while the uh, Roy and Silo, the gay penguins of Central Park, were a, a center of attention on this subject for a long time, in fact, biologists have noted this among um, a number of uh, seabirds and um, birds in general. And, of course, when you start to quantify uh, what might be termed as uh, sort of um, a pair bond between animals of the same sex, it's really not that uncommon. Well, I had a dog that proved that, you know, <laughs> a long time ago, and I won't go into that one. But you also, I, I read your article from last year around Valentine's Day on, on Huffington Post, which was Valentine's Day 2011, Lessons yes. on Love and Life from the Wild. And there were some really interesting things that you brought up in there about lions in particular. Um, um, yes. Um, yeah, lions... Um uh, well, and all the large cats, uh, I think if, if um, you're referring to the section on, yeah. on how uh, these animals, um, uh, apart from lions actually, um, are uh, individuals that live in a solitary world. So they have essentially all the social skills of the Unabomber when it comes <laughs> to relationships. Yeah, there you go. And... Um, but uh, when estrus is in full swing, then all of a sudden uh, most of the large cats do see eye-to-eye with members of the opposite sex. There's quite um, a lot of engagement, um, maybe 25 to 30 populations per day uh, during this period. Yeah, that, that's of, unbelievable. And then they love them and leave them? Uh, yes, and um, I think from... An ecological and biological point of view, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, essentially, if if your beloved is an animal that eats 25 to 30 pounds of meat a day, you might be better off with without him or her. <laughs> it's a lot of work, right? It's high maintenance. Absolutely. Yeah, high maintenance. Yeah. You don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to become part of that meat. You know what's funny as we talk about this? Don't you start to like imagine people who fit into these categories? Lisa, I mean, I'm I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, I knew that guy, that that was that guy, and I'm not naming names, but you know, you, you do, you start to think, and then, um, um, I don't know if I read it in here because I I I don't have it in front of me in your Huff Post piece, but there was also something about um, lions with darker manes. Is that true? Tend to be more attractive to the female. Is did I read that somewhere correctly? Am I hallucinating? Um. 
You know, um, that is something I have never heard of. Okay. Um, <laughs> she made it up. But it may, you know, it's in, it's entirely possible if we could ask female lions, they may have an opinion <laughs> on that. <laughs> well, you know, it, that, that could come, Megan, from watching the birds in the backyard where the cardinal's coat is brilliantly red and the yeah, mother. Yeah, I observe my birdies. Female, I love my birdies. Female cardinals a little browner. So you also wrote about bonobos, which are, you know, genetically fairly close to us, correct? Yes, that's right. Uh, some people uh, have suggested that they are probably even more closely uh, related to humans than um, the regular chimpanzees. And, and tell us what, what, what you observed about bonobos. Well, this is, this is not my own personal um, observation, but the, the people who do um, study bonobos, uh, Franz de Ball in particular, um, have essentially uh, come to the conclusion that uh, chimpanzees, um, uh, the regular chimpanzees, that is, is they use, um, um, as Franz de Waal puts it, they use uh, power to resolve issues of sex, whereas bonobos use sex to resolve issues of power, which I think is kind of a wonderful way of... Oh, my of, goodness. Yeah, you had said in the... Contrast, where uh, uh, bonobos, some people have suggested, sort of resemble uh, life on uh, some of the more liberal university campuses <laughs> where uh, just about anything goes. But it does seem to be a way to um, uh, smooth out all kinds of social interactions, which is, you, know, you might say, uh, quite atypical as far as the rest of the animal kingdom is. Concerned. Well, yeah, you had said in, the, in in your article, "Make love, not war," with and, which I thought was good, and that, that you said something here. I had, did find it in front of me here um, that seventy five percent of bonobo sexual encounters have absolutely no reproductive potential whatsoever. So, it's mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. know that is the the number slots. that has been quantified by uh, at least um, a couple of scientists. Well, that's that's that. All right. So, so much for you know. It's all about um, reproducing thing. They're they're sluts. Those bonobos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or just very friendly, depending on your perspective. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Uh, that's what the guys would say. I, you know, I saw this uh, piece on the news the, just yesterday. I think it was, and I don't know exactly which kind of chimp it was. But it had a memory, an amazing memory. They would pop up this system of of images, images on a monitor, and there'd be like ten of them, and then they'd pop it off almost as fast as they popped it off on, and they were, came on one at a time. And this chimpanzee had to repeat the pattern in which it came up in the first place, and it did it, like, instantly. It was really scarily brilliant. Oh, I think there are gorillas that are actually communicating using, um, uh, you know, some kind of computer technology. Am I making that up, Doctor? Well, um, with the, the probably the example with gorillas is, is one that's been taught American Sign Language, um, but the chimpanzee you're referring to, I believe, is Kanzi, uh, who, who is... In fact, a bonobo or a pygmy chimpanzee. All right. I see. <laughs> there you go. Well, and, you know, maybe we can eventually start to ask him questions about his sex life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Through, uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, assuming that they're willing to talk about it, uh, I know some <laughs> of the examples uh, with uh, apes and, um, and language have suggested that they're um, uh, 
not unwilling to tell little fibs once in a while when you <laughs> ask them direct questions. So really? we'll see. And is that is that because they have a sense of humor or they're being protective, do you think? Um, generally, it's for the same reason that people do. Is it feels like you can take a shortcut for an uh, for uncomfortable situation by just uh, providing uh, some other answer. <laughs> oh, isn't that brilliant? That is so interesting. Wow. Well, um, have you have you written any updated articles we should know about this year about all this fun stuff? Um, I haven't written articles per se, but I have started a blog called uh, Manor Beef, and uh, right. in which uh, people who have questions about their own or, or other uh, human behavioral questions or relationship questions. Uh, I try to give an answer that uh, reflects what a biolo- how a biologist might think about these and what are some of the examples from the animal kingdom in terms of resolving um, a given issue. That's excellent. Okay, so it's, is it manorbeast.com? Um, it's a sort of a play on words, so it's a manor as in the manor house. Ah. Um, but the website is manor. Manor Beast, one word, uh, dot Tumblr, T-U-M-B-L-R, dot com. Oh, we're fans of Excellent. Tumblr. That's, Excellent. That's great. Well, we'll make sure to send our audience there if they want to learn a little bit more. And I think it is fascinating and wonderful. And I'm really glad you took the time to call us today. I'm eager to spread the word because we, we do have so much to learn. And we, we are so detached from the animal world. And it probably could make our lives better if we just reconnect. Pay attention, yeah. Pay a little attention. Yeah. Thanks for um, you know bringing out more fun information and uh, you know really get getting getting us more interested in in the natural natural world. Oh well, thanks for asking. Thanks so much. We will have you back. Thanks, Doctor Dan. All right. All right. Bye bye. Mm, bye bye. Wow. Well, that was really interesting. I, I could have talked all day, and I, I, I was. I was mentally assigning, um, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. That guy was that guy. Oh, I've just opened the site to Manor Beast. That's um, it's a great-looking blog site. Thank, Oh, good, Dr. Dan. I am going to make that one of my favorites so that I can look at it on a regular basis. Okay. And- you know what we have to do is we have <gasps> to answer our um, – our quiz real quick, and then we have Cherie waiting on the phone for us. Oh, my us. gosh. We're running out of time. So, Jesse, where's the basket? We've got to pick a name from our, um, let me see, last week's, last week's, let me pull it up, eco-friendly printer, know your green quiz. And, you know, anybody who was paying attention to last week's show would know the answer because we mentioned it. But the question was, talking about food, what does G C N G stand for? A, Council of Native Native Growers, B, Certified Naturally Grown, C, Consumers Natural Guarantee, and D, Council for Nutritional Goodness. All good choices. All good choices. Drum roll, please. And the winner is? Megan Van Dyke. Oh, good. the correct answer is Certified Naturally Grown. So Megan will get a $50 gift certificate from our wonderful eco-friendly printer. And um, congratulations. Yay. Okay. That's awesome. So check out um, our Facebook page for next next week's quiz. And now let's get, let's talk to Cherie. Hey, Cherie. Hey, Steve. 
Jesus. How are you? <laughs> Great. Nice to hear from you. Thank you for calling in. Yeah. So now, um, I, I mentioned it, but I'll, I'll bring it up again. Our question is, what are you most passionate about when it comes to sustainability? And, you know, why should we care? And uh, tell us what we can do about it. Well, one thing that you can do every day is one drop at a time. Be good to yourself and the environment with non-toxic beauty products. Think about what you're putting on your body and you can really uh, make a difference. Yeah, yeah, that, and that makes sense for you, right? That definitely does. And with G2 Organics, you eliminate all of the toxins, which go into the earth and go into your body, and you look beautiful, too. I know. It's so simple, isn't it? You know what? It's so simple because people are want to do better, but they just sometimes need a little direction on what to do better. Well, we've been sitting in front of the gift basket that you sent, and um, we are very eager to get somebody to to win this. So yeah. we're telling people to go on Facebook, mention G2 Organics, and be part of a drawing because it's so tempting to open these things up and use them. Well, and Cherie is. Is, pays such special attention to everything that goes into her products, and it really, it really shows. From the manufacturing to the distribution. And yeah. And the pre-packaging, because you know what? We have one life and one earth. Let's treat it well. Exactly. Do you remember what's in that basket you sent? Yes. We have a massage candle, Mm. and you burn it. It's beautiful. And then uh, it turns into a cream, and you can do a little massage for yourself or for your special somebody. Isn't that cool? Oh, my gosh. No, it's very it's, cool. It's odorless nail polish and nail polish remover. And one of my favorites, Breath of Fresh Air, which is an aromatherapy. Uh-huh. And everything is what we call pre-packaging, so you can use the packaging again. And nothing in that will hurt you, and it's all Reiki charged. I don't So you're going to feel the good energy. Now, we have only a minute or two left, and I, I, I think you might have some news about something exciting that's going on for you. Yes, I just signed the contract for a working woman of Westchester. Oh, congratulations. It's a new TV Thank show coming, you. right? We're, we're all very excited, and we're going to show how... Balance of life, work, career, marriage, children, in a very fun, entertaining way. Now, do you know all the other women on this show that are... She does now. Uh, Did you know them before? And you know what? They're a kooky bunch. Some of them, I question (laughs) their moral compass. But it's going to be a great combination, let me tell you. Now, uh, can you tell us real quick, we only have a few seconds left, can you tell us what um, station it's going to be on, what channel? You know what? I can't tell you okay. right now because I just signed the contract okay. and I haven't released that. Uh, okay, so you heard it here first, kids. We'll keep you posted. Sheree, thank you for calling and in. And I'll come up and I'm going to give you more. We're all going to come up and do an appearance and have a lot of fun. Oh, that'll future. be great. Thanks, Sheree. Have a great Love weekend. You. Love you too. Bye bye. Big hugs. Well, everyone, that wraps it up. I oh, hope you right. have a wonderful Green Week. Please, in the meantime, check us out on Facebook. Uh, Go to our, our website, website for all the details of the show. TheGreenDivas.com. Bye-bye. 
You've been listening to the Green Divas Radio Show. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, follow them on Facebook and Twitter, and don't forget to visit the blog at thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. And remember to share the good green news with friends and family.